Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. Yes, it's a Purple Positivity Thursday on Purple Daily today. And also, the Lions might not have Matthew Stafford. So... We'll see how that goes. But Declan, what are you sipping on today? It has been a purple positivity week for Declan Goff because the Corona hard seltzers have uh, have offset the coronavirus that I was suffering from for the last (laughs) week. So it's been a great week for Corona hard seltzer. And and if you saw my couple seltzers in video yesterday and we're going to get into it on purple positivity Thursday here in just a bit. I'm uh, I'm sipping the purple positivity on the Vikings. Zipping it well. I like it. Um, I like it. It's become the celebratory drink also of Vikings vent line for the two times the Vikings have won this season. That's right. <laughs> and Corona Hard Seltzer is the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach Vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment in each can. Corona Hard Seltzer. Has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzers, spike sparkling water with natural flavors. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Football. Yeah, we need to, from the moment we get there, in warm-ups, you know, bring the energy. And then the best way to have energy and, and to avoid being flat is to play well. You know, start fast and then sustain that throughout the game. Uh, the Lions have started fast, uh, I think, in every game they've had this year. Um, so that'll be a challenge for us to, to uh, you know, come up against that and, you know, try to get our first home win. That was Kirk Cousins talking about just bringing energy to your day job as a football player and making sure they don't start slow against the Lions. We'll dive into the Lions being shorthanded, and we'll also dive into Purple Positivity Thursday I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgay. We've got Declan Goff producing here. And a huge thank you, however you consume Purple Daily, whether it's via podcast on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com, or uh, maybe you consume us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Podcast. Uh, last month was a record month for us across the board, and we appreciate all of you helping us uh, set new numbers. We got almost 12, what, 11,000 subscribers on our YouTube page. We have another YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash scorenorthmn. So a huge thank you, and uh, we appreciate the Vikings making this season very entertaining, even though they're only 2-5. and five. So let's start out, gentlemen, with the fact that not only is Kenny Galladay probably not going to play, he's been banged up throughout the year, 
So that's their number one wide receiver threat. But Matthew Stafford has been placed on the COVID list for the Lions. And what's that report that you guys saw from Tom Pelissero? He's going to have to fly private. So Tom said uh, yesterday afternoon that the Lions have to fly Matthew Stafford on a private plane to Minnesota because he'll still be in a five-day isolation window when the team departs Saturday, per his source. He also can't practice all week, but as long as he tests negative and has no COVID symptoms, he can play on Sunday. And he does not have it. He he was exposed to a close contact person who was not a teammate on Monday who had it. Okay. And, and so uh, he was tested yesterday and was not positive for it. So he's is he probably going to play then? So he can probably get on a plane and fly here on Sunday and play, unless you'd prefer to see... Noted Viking killer Chase Daniel oh, took it to you last year with the Bears, <laughs> and right. he is now the Detroit Lions backup quarterback. Of all the backup quarterbacks in the NFL that the Vikings don't want to see, is is Chase number one? He's got to after be what he one did one. last year. Yeah, he probably is. Him or Matt Moore, right? Matt Moore was another one who I don't That's think right. is playing in 2020. So I, I would say that for this year, it's very safe to say Chase Daniel is a guy. But I mean, Stafford is good. Um, I don't know if not practicing for a guy like that is going to put him back that much, probably. Uh, but my guess, my guess is that they will make an attempt to get him here on Sunday, and my guess is he probably will play. Yeah. Uh, also worth noting, up and down the roster, if you're wondering, okay, who are the weapons going to be if Kenny, Kenny Galladay has only played uh, five games? Adrian Peterson's their leading rusher. 85 rushes for 321 yards, two touchdowns. He's actually caught seven passes for 55 yards. What's happening? So are we are we going to see up an Adrian down, Peterson down up. getting loose inside <laughs> he, US Bank Stadium? Uh, he, I believe, had if I'm not mistaken, on Sunday against the Colts in the 41-21 loss. I believe he had something like five carries, seven yards. That's not a very good. Game. It's been an up and down year for uh, yeah, AP right. for it twenty eight. Was, it was five carries for seven yards. Yeah, the week before he had eleven carries for twenty nine. Uh, he's averaging three and a half yards per carry on the season. I think he's had two pretty good games, including opening week against the Bears. He ran for like ninety seven, and then I believe his second best game is seventy five. And besides that, it's been uh, it's been pretty underwhelming for him. Yeah. So, all right, um, let's let's just start with this though. Let's actually let's get into our purple positivity segment here because we'll go around the room a few times. Uh, it's it's a little easier to be positive about the Vikings after a win against the Packers. Yes, but um, we've only we've only had two wins to feed off of, so the positivity has been largely forced. We tried in last this week hard. That's not true. I tried very hard last week. It's a good point. It's a good point. Well, let me start off with this one, okay? And some of this was this was a little more positive before Matthew Stafford tested negative for COVID yesterday, but the Vikings could wind up facing a backup quarterback on Sunday. And if not, they're facing a Matt Stafford whose whole week has been thrown off. So they're, uh-huh. they're and and Kenny Galladay's not going to play. So the Lions and the Lions aren't that good. They've actually matched last season's win total already at 3 and 4. That's not saying anything. So they're better than they were last year, but it's a very gettable Lions team at home. Yes. Then you get a Bears quarterback situation, however you want to describe it, that is uh, less than ideal for them the following week. Yep. Then you get the Cowboys quarterback situation the week after that. They may have Andy Dalton back by then. So if he comes back, at least he's he's steady. He's certainly not Dak Prescott. And then you get two home games against Carolina and Jacksonville. So your upcoming schedule is not very daunting. I'm not saying that you're going to be favorites in all of these. I think the Bears are probably going to be favorites. And the Falcons did wax you. That is true. Like, that's the weird thing about this. But Lions, Bears, 
and then three straight home games, yeah. starting with that Cowboys team. I mean, is this a stretch where you could roll off like four out of five wins? I'm not going to say they should run the table, but like, could the Vikings use the formula that they used in that win against Green Bay? Dalvin Cook stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins avoids throwing game wrecking interceptions like he did in that Falcons. He's game. not allowed to. Maybe. I mean, if you go if you go four and one over that stretch, and it is not that unrealistic, could you all of a sudden be? You'd be six and what? Would you be six and what's my math? Two and five. Um, you'd be six and six. Yeah, if you, that happened, you would be the two thousand five Vikings. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. So I guess my my purple positivity statement is the Vikings have a pretty clear path if they want it. If they want it, they've got a pretty clear path to flirt with five hundred again this season over the next month and a half or so. Yeah, they definitely do. Good for them. I wouldn't advise it. I am still on the draft. No, as it's high triple as positivity, man. Wagon, Come however. on, I just said good for them. Okay. I'm being positive. Good All for right. them. Way to go, Vikings. I knew you were biting your tongue. Yes. Yeah, I hate what you just said, but whatever. <laughs> it's purple positivity. I, I swore I took an oath to be positive during this segment. Okay, after, but like just to go down this path, after now what you guys saw against the Packers. No, no, no. After what you saw against the Packers. Yeah. How reasonable, like, what's what's a reasonable record to expect over these next six games? So, again, Lions and Bears, you got the... Can I ask uh, you a question? That should be the next five games. Can I ask you a question? Can their opponents tackle? I mean... If they can't tackle, then then what you just said is going to happen. Okay. Yeah, the Packers couldn't I mean, the Packers tackle. couldn't tackle. The Packers could not. So, so if, if you tell me that Delvin Cook is not going to get hurt, all right, and then you're going to combine that with... Human beings who are paid to tackle who can't, they're going to win. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would assume that the level of tackling you're going to face going forward is going to be better than what the Packers presented. But even good tackling has not thwarted Delvin Cook in some of these games. True. True. I should mention, too, Purple Positivity Thursday is brought to us by our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer. Spiked sparkling water for fruit flavors and the celebratory drink of choice after the two Vikings victories we have seen so far this year. Or if if you need to drown your sorrows, we've seen Declan do that as well. Numerous times. Responsibly. For good and bad reasons. No, just don't drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Just, this whole response, have... this whole responsible thing, like don't drink and drive, okay? I shouldn't have to say that. But if you're on, on your couch and the Vikings lose and you go to town on a 12-pack or something... I'm fine with I, that. I have driven a total of eight miles in the last two weeks. God that bless you for that. That is all that's on my odometer right <laughs> Saving now. Saving gas. Eight miles. Saving yes. gas Just money, Declan I have a car payment for four more years. So, so you yes. said, because you've been quarantining with uh, with COVID, so you've been eating toast and soup for like two yes. weeks? Yes. Yesterday I had sushi for lunch, and I cooked an unreal New York strip steak last night for dinner, so it was like <laughs> the first meal I had. I had a steak and salad. It was unbelievable after eating, yeah, basically cinnamon toast and chicken noodle soup for 11 days. <laughs> Felt like I was in college again, basically. You but, can't uh, afford to lose weight either. No, and I can put back food. Believe the uh, despite oh, my frail yeah, size, I can, do it. I can put back food. So, oh my Amazing. god! All right. Well, we're glad Declan's back in studio for the first time in like two weeks. Uh, purple positivity swings around to Judd. I have a uh, Dalvin Cook factoid, which which just again reinforces how good this guy has been when he can play in 2020. Okay. Dalvin Cook, 652 yards rushing in six games um, this year so far, is 153 more than Adrian Peterson had in six games during the 2012 season when he rushed for 2,097 yards. Whoa. In his first six games of 2012, AP had two rushing touchdowns. Dalvin Cook right now, as we sit here, is at 10, three off his career high. 
Wow. But again, and, and AP was being a slow cook to a certain degree in 2012 because he was coming off the knee uh, in injury in 2011. So I understand that they got him going and then upped his carries. But nonetheless, I repeat, in the first six games, if you compare six games of Peterson in 2012 against Dalvin Cook's six games in 2020, Dalvin Cook has rushed for 153 more yards. That's damn impressive. That's amazing. Okay, let me ask you this. So Adrian Peterson, let's go Adrian Peterson from 2007 through 2012. So the the heart of his career in his prime. He led the league in rushing a couple times, and that's really where he built his Hall of Fame stock, right? Culminating with the 2,000-yard season. Mm -hmm. Over that stretch, the Vikings made the playoffs three times in six years. Only made noise once in 2009 when Brett Favre was their quarterback. So Mm -hmm. they like every other year they went to the playoffs and Peterson was the best running back in the NFL. Different era of football. That was still a little bit more of a traditional running back era. There were were some guys like Le'Veon Bell came in the league shortly after that. But my question to you is, if you take Dalvin Cook the last two years... Versus Adrian Peterson's first handful of years with the Vikings. Who was more valuable to the Vikings within the context of the era that they played in? Dalvin Cook now or Adrian Peterson then? Peterson has the longevity. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say within the context of when they were playing, so completely within that, I would say Peterson because he was so dominant at what he did well and and. To what you said, Phil, the Vikings still had the opportunity to focus on that. Now, eventually, Peterson's um, issues with pass protection and catching the ball did come up. But if we're just going to talk about initial impact, basically, it pains me because I like Cook more as a player, but I think Peterson was more impactful. What about you, Dex? Yeah, it's it's AP because, I mean, look at those Vikings teams. I mean, you could get by with Kelly Holcombs and Gus Ferrats with Adrian Peterson being the main focal point of your offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in 2017, I know Dalvin shreds his knee, but the Vikings make the NFC Championship game without him. Um, and even with in 2018, yes, you didn't make the playoffs, but your offense was still very hot uh, through the air. You had Kirk Cousins and, and Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, so you were able to supplement it. Um, I, I, I agree with Judd. I think Dalvin Cook is probably the more special player just because he can do more. But in terms of who was more important to their era, I think it's AP. And to be honest, I don't think it's that close. So I would agree. I think it's AP. I think Dalvin needs to do this for a couple more years and just show that he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. But I will point out an interesting number here, two of them for you. Dalvin Cook, in terms of just versatility, Dalvin Cook caught 50 passes last year for over 500 yards, 53 passes for 519. Adrian Peterson never caught more than 43 in a season, and more often than not was like, a complete non-factor in the passing game. I mean, yep. there's seasons in which Adrian Peterson caught 18 passes in 2011, uh, 29 passes in 2013, where they just, it was like once or twice a game. I think the Vikings should be using Dalvin more this season in the passing game, but he's more of a factor on third down and in the passing game. And if you want to go yards per touch in their career, so rushing attempts and receptions, Dalvin Cook, to this point in his career, is averaging a half a yard more per touch than Adrian Peterson. Interesting. 5.4 yards per touch for Dalvin Cook, and Adrian Peterson, 5 yards per touch. Now, in fairness, um, it was 5.1, and it's been dragged down by his non-Vikings stops. Because, like, for instance, with Arizona, he averaged 3.5 yards per touch, which his is choice not to keep, good. His choice to keep playing. 
So yeah, it is, but I, it's, I think it's worth monitoring the Dalvin Cook situation with the Vikings the next couple of years because he may be entering that Adrian Peterson <laughs> realm, just in more of a, a different era. Declan, purple positivity. All right, my positivity is, and you guys are going to disagree with me, it's similar to Phil's, but I'm framing it differently. The Vikings are in a no-lose situation anymore because with the way their schedule is shaping up, they can still get back to 500, put themselves in the playoffs, and also still put yourself in conversation to find a quarterback. You don't know if Zach Wilson is going to be a consensus top 10 pick yet. The boards are split, okay? So the Vikings are probably going to beat the Lions. I think they're going to beat the Lions. Toss up against the Bears. Hold on. Let's okay. let's let's do okay. the, let's make this official. Let's okay. just we're we're dancing around this. Let's just Four pick balls. the damn schedule. Yeah. Okay. Let's just let's just pick the damn schedule, all right? Okay. Let's start with Declan. Everyone right. keep track of their own wins and losses, okay? Okay. So the Vikings right now are two and five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mark. Uh, let's let's keep track of our record from this point forward, and then add it to the two and five. Okay, because we're all dancing around this. We might as well just pick the That's damn right. schedule That's here. And purple posit- we'll see if it's actual purple positivity or not. All right, Declan, uh, home against the Lions this weekend. Win, Judd. Yeah, that's a win. I think it's a win too. On the road against the Bears, Monday Night Football. Dex. Win, win for me. Wow. That, for me. that that is a traditional Vikings loss. It is. They love to lose this game. Nothing and and keep in mind, the Bears can do one thing the Packers couldn't. They can tackle. They can. Yeah, the Bears have that made Tom Brady gonna, look uncomfortable. That, that defense will shut Cook down and send the quarterback into a blind panic that will not end well. <laughs> yeah, I uh I'm gonna go loss on this one too. It's a it's a gettable game if the Vikings are fully honed, but it just seems unlikely that they would be com- completely fully honed in this. And this would be the game in which the Bears' offense finally clicks. Code four, code code four, Phil QB that could take charge. <laughs> yeah. All right, three straight home games. Let's start with home against Dallas. That's a win. Yeah, I think it is. I just think Dallas is a lost cause. It was completely. a loss beginning of the year, but yeah, it's a win now. I think it's a win too. I, they seem it's. It's always a red flag when the first like five minutes of a new head coach and there's already anonymous quotes coming yeah. out about how the staff is incompetent and and who starts a quarterback like you said Dalton I mean he doesn't Ben DiNucci yeah Ben DiNucci is out that dude got benched for Benucci. for other, for two more other guys. practice squad guys for yeah. two guys that they're I've never heard of any of my these guy, people my guy Kellen Moore should take off the headset put on the yeah. helmet and go do it. <laughs> Come on, Kellen. Okay, if you guys had just tuned into that game and you had no idea, like you hadn't watched the Cowboys in three years, and you watch Ben DiNucci drop back and throw a pass, would you wonder, oh, did like all their quarterbacks get hurt? Is this is this a safety playing quarterback right now? Like his weird Uncle Rico motion. I would have yeah. thought I would have thought I was watching in an Alliance of American football league game. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's what it looked like. That's probably where he belongs. Yes. That's what it looked like. All right, home against the Panthers, week twelve. I love okay. me some Teddy, but I think this is a win for the Vikings. This wow. is close. Very um, close, but I think it's a win. Um, this is a loss for the Vikings. This is the type of game in 2020, I think, that they'll lose consistently. I think Teddy time has been... Teddy doesn't seem like the most grudge-holding, vindictive guy. He seems like a fun-loving... Mm-hmm. But I think this is a game he wants. I think you know he's fully healthy. He's, he's, he's entrenched as a starting quarterback. I think in the back of his mind, he doesn't want to like hate stick it to everyone i think he still loves mike zimmer and understands the circumstance that led to his departure but i think a part of him is thinking why well, y'all uh y'all didn't see the rehab all the way through well, with me t- huh? y'all didn't want to give his me- contractor tried to yeah. yep so, so yeah you're right i could see this being the teddy revenge game in the te- in the most teddy way so i've got the vikings losing that game home against jacksonville when yeah i would agree with that Win. i mean it's if 
the Vikings play the game that they did against the Falcons, they lose that game. <laughs> but I'm but I'm confident they won't again. So I'll go win. I got it as a win too. Gardner Minshew wasn't he banged up too? Like Gardner Minshew hurt. hurt his thumb, so he's out. He's out. So I don't even know what right the hell now, they're at least doing. He's out. All right, at Tampa Bay on uh, this is week fourteen. Where at Tampa at Bay. Tampa Bay? <laughs> Did you say Tom? Tampa Bay? That's a loss. It's, oh, Tampa Bay, yes. It's a loss. All, it's a loss. The five-game winning streak stops there. It's a loss. Tampa seems to be, like, they, they snoozed a little bit. I think it's they get a little insane. bored sometimes, like an almost like an NBA team. But once December hits, they're going to be super dialed in. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to take off in December. Yep. Okay, home against the Bears, week 15. Win. I'll give them a win here. They'll split with Chicago. I mean, I don't love Chicago. I just think they're going to lose at Soldier Field. Dude. Chicago could all, I'm going to, I'm going to give the Vikings a win in this one. Chicago could be in fire the coach mode by then too. Matt Nagy feels like he's on thin ice a little bit. There's just uncertainty at quarterback. This division could have two coaches, if not three, get fired at the end of the season. Then you get a short week. Christmas. It's a Friday game. Week 16 at New Orleans. Loss. Yeah, it's a loss. Yeah, a the loss. Saints will be. I think the Saints are gonna. I think the Saints are popping. I think the Saints. Are so they've fine. won four or five straight games. Yeah. If they can get loss. Michael Thomas back and just blended in with the team again, I got this as a loss. And then the final week of the season. I don't know what sort of ramifications will be on the line for this, but at Detroit in Week 17, Declan, it's a win. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to have them split with Detroit. Hmm. Loss. It's too bad. Man, it's a. T- I think it's they really win. T- I don't. I don't know. But this is another one of those games. How much does Detroit give a rip about Matt Patricia on January 3rd? I'm going to say it's. And, and you know what? This game also could, could be to ways. avoid the seller in the NFC North, yeah. and that might be a motivational tactic for a. A Vikings team that has some sense of pride, right? I'm going to go win. This game, in, in my world, that last game is a mentally checked out both sides game. It's going to be, so it'll just be a like, whatever. Both sides. No fans, right? No, just be em- no em- fans. In Detroit. Yeah, and it's going to be, it's just going to be a non-playoff matchup, and it's going to be just awful. Yeah. All right, so uh, record unveil. I've got them 7-9 and nine then. I have them nine and seven. Oh my god! I have nine and seven, dude. <laughs> yeah, purple positivity. Yeah. yeah, too much, too much Corona <laughs> seltzer is a good thing until you're oh. predicting records. Joe, what was your final? Six and ten. Six and ten. Right. But I mean, seven nine wins. And seven. Nine, and seven. nine and seven. Nine and seven. Here we but, come. but the problem is that gets you nowhere. That's exactly oh. what we're trying to teach you. Nine and seven gets you nowhere. It doesn't help you. Uh. You just continue Dude, nine to spin and seven your wheels. Is nine and seven? That's if, if if there's seven playoff teams, you're basically guaranteed a spot, aren't you? I mean, I wouldn't say guaranteed. If there's eight, you're, you're probably between yeah twenty and fifteen in the draft slot. Here's why. Here's the problem. Tonight game. So tonight the the Packers Niners game, which is going to be played, is proving why we're not going to have an eighth playoff team put in, into each conference because they are going to play that game tonight with both teams decimated by COVID, if they're going to continue to... Basically, what they're saying is, oh, you've got it. Go to quarantine. We'll replace you with player X or Y or Z. Get a couple private jets ready. Exactly. This is going to be... This is going to be... Each conference will have seven playoff teams, and the Vikings will not be good enough to make that field. Okay, a 9-7 and record here, too. Let me just find this from last year. I just want to see how many... Like where would they be drafting? I mean, you would you would be drafting twentieth, basically. Yeah. If you went nine, that's completely spinning your wheels. If you went seven and nine, even you would be most likely just on the edge or outside of. You'd be anywhere between like ten and fifteen. Last mm-hmm. year, we had six teams that went seven and nine: Jets, Buccaneers, Falcons, 
Colts, Raiders, and Broncos. Right now, just for fun, according to Tankathon.com. Actually, since we're bringing up Tankathon.com, I'll give you a I want to mock! Right now, they've got the Vikings drafting 10th. And let's see what their mock says. Uh, cornerback uh, Caleb Farley. Yeah, of oh, course. Of course. Of course From Virginia Tech. You really but want that? Zach Wilson all the way down at 27. So you could maybe trade up back into the first round, draft your right. cornerback for Mike Zimmer, Stop. and then go get your favorite Stop. headband quarterback. You're spinning your wheels. You're, you're completely <laughs> spinning your wheels. You're not helping yourself. Dude, uh, here's the thing. What Declan just laid out, if they keep playing the way that they did against, I would see even Seattle and against Green Bay, and that Atlanta game is the is the stepchild in between. Getting back towards seven and nine or nine and seven is not a total joke. It's not a total joke, but we'll see. I mean, you guys really didn't expect them to go three and thirteen, right? It was fun to speculate. The on Falcons that. game gave me hope. The Falcons game <laughs> gave me great hope. I think here's here's the thing: if if they if they have a difference of opinion about Kirk, and, and it's insisted upon that the ball go back into Kirk's hands to win games, you've got a chance to be bad. If it's going to be Dalvin, if Dalvin pulls up lame, it changes the dynamic completely because then it's Kirk's time again. And I am, I am confident that Kirk can get you to where you should go, Yeah, which is as low as possible. Okay, okay, just for fun. Just for fun, okay? So you've Declan's got him. This is Purple Positivity Thursday, yeah. okay? Sipping the Blackberry It's Purple Positivity The Packers are shorthanded, so are the Niners, but the Packers play a team that is absolutely in their heads and owns them in San Francisco tonight. Yep. If that game gets played. <laughs> the Packers are not <laughs> playing well. They're going to play it with you, basically. They get punched in the mouth. Any team with a good defense, and like, like a hard-nosed team is, and the Vikings have been that, the Niners, the Bears even sometimes punch the Packers in the mouth. So the Packers are 5-2 and two right now. Let's chalk this one up as a loss tonight, just for fun, okay? So that's a loss. Mm-hmm. They're going to beat Jacksonville. Then they get another punch-you-in-the-mouth team in Indianapolis on the road. I think that's a loss for the Packers. Well, if they can't tackle, it will be. They've got two games against Chicago. Let's split those games, okay? Let's say they split those games. Then the other games are Philadelphia, Detroit, Carolina, and Tennessee. I'm going to give them a loss against Tennessee. I'll okay. punch you in the mouth, team. That's fair, yeah. Okay. Philadelphia. And then uh, Philly, Detroit, and Carolina. Would they run the table with those three games? Say, say they lose to Carolina, just for the sake of the exercise. That makes it a 4-5 and five finish for the Green Bay Packers, putting their record at 9-7. and seven. Woo! So Declan has a path to the Vikings winning the division still? And, yes, dude. Oh! And sabotaging the Vikings' future completely. Our, our buddy Jason Fitz yesterday on ESPN Radio said, right now, the Vikings are the best team in the NFC North. It pains him to say wow. it. Wow. But it, they are. This division is turning into a dumpster fire. It really is. Hey, you held them to 20 points, man. You gave us a chance at the end. But I got three words for you. You like that? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, back to the show in just a moment after we shout out our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated is uh, helping business owners, and they've been doing that since 1904 in Owatonna. They're one of us based in Owatonna. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Federated INS for fresh, relevant risk management content on a variety of topics. And uh, just to, to sum it up quite simply, Federated Insurance provides peace of mind and expertise and resources, trusted resources for business owners. 
So uh, you can find a full list of all the different industries Federated protects on their website, federatedinsurance.com. And that's where you can find out if, they, if they'll protect your business, if you fit and are in line uh, with them. So, again, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's always our business to protect yours. I love how we just did this. You fast forward 72 hours, watch them just get smoked oh, yeah. by the Lions. Chase Daniel. Oh, Chase man. Daniel throws for four touchdowns. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. A chance. All right. All right. Anything? Any other positive notes you guys want to throw? I can't out, or was take that, it. I can't take <laughs> anymore. I'm in. Sh- I'm going into sugar shock. That might. Yeah. That might have been. Uh, that might have been delusional. That's all the positivity but, I, I can take for the rest of the entire week. Well, that's the spirit of the segment. The spirit. But, but of the I do show have my keys Thursday. for tomorrow. My keys are already for tomorrow. All right, Judd's keys. That'll be on the Mackie and Judd show tomorrow. Judd's keys to a Vikings victory. Uh, that's our other podcast. If you're not already subscribed to that, Mackie and Judd, Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. A little, little bit of a reckless speculation venture today as it pertains to Twins, Vikings, and Timberwolves. And as always, daily Vikings deep dives and discussions here on Purple Daily, seven days a week. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel. And uh, if you could, you could help the show out by giving us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you guys tomorrow with Courtney Cronin.